0: Hey there! If you're anything like me, you have dreams you want to make reality or goals you want to achieve. But let's face it, time is not on your side. You're busy, you're tired, and when in the world would you carve out the amount of time you would need to achieve anything above and beyond the day-to-day load you're already carrying? Welcome to Mom on the Fringe. I am your host, Amy Matthews-Mootville. I'm a busy mom of three young children, an entrepreneur, singer, voice teacher, and lover of any old piece of furniture that needs restoration. I am here to support you, encourage you, and give you tactical tips and tools to help you find those hidden pockets of time in your busy week and use that time to your advantage. Let's get started. Well, hello, welcome to Mom on the Fringe. This is your host, Amy, and I am so excited to have our guest on the show today. She is my friend, Lisa Spangenberg, and she's she's a landscape designer and an avid gardener. She's been an avid gardener for many years, and she turned her hobby into a thriving garden design and consulting business. Welcome on the show, Lisa. Hello. So happy to have you. Thank you. So I gave our audience just a little bit of background about you, but I'd love for you to just introduce yourself and tell us who you are and what you're up to.
1: Yes. Well, I'm a busy mom of five. five not five kids. Five <laughs> total in my family. Um, I've got a couple kids that are out of out of high school. Uh, Actually, one graduating this year. So, two off to college and one still at home. So, um, just I'm super involved in the community and really, you know, love being a mom and and trying to balance work and church life and family responsibilities. And so here I am.
0: And this is your busy time of year, right? Because we're recording in the spring. (laughs) And is this the time of year everyone is wanting their gardens designed?
1: Yes, and that's the big problem,
0: <laughs> because it depends on what year and what, are we, what the winter's been like, but mm-hmm.
1: at some point in time, everybody starts calling right around the same week, and uh, unfortunately, not every we can't turn things around always as quickly as people want, but yes, it's a very, very busy season, and lots of graduation parties, oh so my people can't get ready for that, and so am I,
0: <laughs> <Now> <laughs> for my have, own graduation You have one graduating, right? Yeah. So this is crazy. You've got your all your you know projects that you're doing. Plus you've got. I'm sure you had prom.
1: Had prom. Yes. And
0: now you've got. uh, Yeah, graduation. So it probably. Well, yeah, but
1: here's the here's the great secret about having your own business what they don't have to know is that I might be slowing down on my projects and nobody knows but me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because, like, right now I'm scheduling into June. And since May, because I I needed a little breathing room, so I've got stuff going on but not overwhelmingly for me because I kind of want to be able to balance home life and work life. So I can balance my schedule and start scheduling kind of where where it works best for me, which is great.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's the awesome part about having your own business is yes. that you can schedule that. Well, tell us, we'll back up just a little bit and tell us, how did you get started in your current career, and how has it all led you to this moment right now?
1: Well, I've always loved gardening um, since I was a kid, and my dad and I used to work together in the yard a lot, um, and it really has just always been a hobby of mine, and I would just pour over the catalogs and they come in, in the mail and I would learn everything I could about all the plants and I I think the first time uh, when we my husband and I were early married and, and rented a, a condo we had some area where we could do some some planting and so I really enjoyed doing that always got lots of compliments with it and I mean looking back I think my first landscape design project was in this rental property because it was pretty ugly in the front where it faced the the house. And so I asked the landlord if he would, uh, mind paying for the land, for the plants, if I did the work and kind of made it pretty. And so he agreed to that. And in that project, I got so much feedback from the neighbors, everybody came over to look at my yard and it was just a neat opportunity to share beauty with somebody else. And so, um, that was just for fun, but as time went on I was in software marketing for probably five or six years and um, then stayed home for when I had when I had kids for probably seven or eight years stayed home and um, and then kind of started taking classes at a junior college because I heard about a landscape design program so that was the beginning of uh, the adventure
0: so you you were a software um, Sorry, what did you say again? Software. Well, I was in
1: I was in marketing at a software company. Sorry.
0: Okay. So you're in marketing a software company. You had your kids and then you you just kind of started dabbling in gardening and started getting more interested in taking classes. Yes. Awesome. And that that wasn't really... it When you started, I remember uh, you and I having this conversation. This is actually take two of our podcast episode interview because we were having some technical difficulties when we tried it the last time. So I appreciate yeah. you coming back on the show and, and doing this again with me. But one of the things that I remember having conversation about is that you didn't really start out doing this as a um you know thinking that it would go anywhere for business
1: yeah I I really I had a friend who was a landscape designer and she told and I thought that sounded really cool and then she told me that she went through a, a community college program here and I didn't that was the first time I'd ever heard about that so when my when my youngest was in preschool I decided I wanted to take a class just to see what it was like and my husband was totally supportive of that and so I went to my first class and it was like on Wednesday night so my husband had to be home at five o'clock to get so I could drive my hour down to the class and be there for three hours and come back and when I got there and met people that were interested in the things that I was interested in it really got me excited and motivated me and It wasn't, you know, I kind of just started taking a class here, a class there, and not really sure what I was going to do with it, other than that I was enjoying it. Um, But then friends would find out that I was taking classes, and then the first person, you know, one person asked me, "Could could you help me in my yard?" (laughs) And of course, I was like, "I have no idea what I'm doing." And she said, "Well, I really love help." So I said, "Okay, well, I'll I'll do a design for you, but I'm not going to charge because I really don't know what I'm doing." And, um, we'll just, you just pay for the plants and we'll see what happens. And it, it went really well. They loved it. And a few weeks later she referred me to a friend. So I got another call and I didn't want to charge for that one either, but basically people just started calling me. Uh, And so I was at the point where, gosh, am I doing this? I guess I need to. I guess I need to charge something because if someone else calls, I probably need to seem more official than I am right now. And so (laughs) that's kind of how it began. Uh, Just you know, and and there were some other things. I was able to meet some other people in the industry and work with a master gardener uh, to kind of care for her gardens and learn from her. She was one of my mentors and. I worked at a nursery for a few years. So I kind of just had all these different experiences to build on.
0: I love that. You know, it's funny this morning, I'm hearing a little bit of feedback, um, I think coming from your end. I hear myself. Okay, I don't, I don't hear that. Okay, as long as you don't hear it. I don't know if uh, it's coming back into the mic on my end. Um, maybe if you could just turn down just a little bit your um computer turn down the volume yeah turn down the volume just a little bit okay sorry as long as you can hear me we're good okay let's see here. I was hearing just a minute ago I was hearing it really loudly like uh-oh okay yeah it sounds see. like when I'm talking it sounds like you've got dogs barking in your backyard it took me a minute to go oh no that's me that's okay dog. I turned it down a little bit okay cool So uh, it was funny this morning, you know, you see things come through on your Instagram feed and these quotes, and I saw the the quote that said, the things you are passionate about are not random. They are your calling. And it's funny how, you know, sometimes we, we get so wrapped up in this idea of, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? But I love your story because you just kind of followed what you were liking at the time.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I think it was at the time I had been had stayed home with my kids, and it was like one thing I could do for myself that I enjoyed. But I do remember a moment where it hit me like, "Am I doing like, am I taking these classes to be a landscape designer and like finish the program and be official, or am I just taking classes because I'm enjoying it?" And I kind of stressed out about that a little bit because I thought I needed to know the answer and like, but I, but, but, you know, I prayed about it and I, I, I just really realized that all I'm doing is taking a step. Like I don't have to know what the whole thing looks like. I, I'm in the moment, I'm enjoying it and we'll just kind of see where it leads. So yeah, I just, I really trusted God in the process and sought his wisdom because I wasn't sure what I was doing with it or where it was going. And, 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 Um, just really had the sense that I didn't need to know what the future was. I just had to take a step, little baby steps.
0: You know, that's a really good kind of segue to lead into uh, what I wanted to talk about because, you know, it's funny, um, and we'll hopefully cover a few things too because there's so much there, when when, what you just said. And it's funny because I was thinking this morning you were talking about your husband being so supportive, and not everyone's (laughs) husband is. And right. so I think that's a really great, um, it's really great that you had that, and I've had that too. But one of the things that I was thinking, even just this morning, was, gosh, you know, I knew I had to get some things done, you know, around the house, and then um, that we were going to have our podcast interview today, but I started thinking, you know, oh my gosh, what are you doing, Amy? Like, we need, uh, we need finances to come into place, you know, God's providing, mm-hmm. definitely, but there's this guilt like gosh i'm out there sort of exploring or has been a guilt mm-hmm. like i'm i'm out here sort of exploring what uh i should do mm-hmm. <laughs> and meanwhile you know like we need to pay the bills too so is, did you ever have that sort of guilt involved like i i just I, I can kind of just speak from the place of just kind of having this guilt like what i'm doing i'm i'm away from home i'm not i'm not away from home i'm i'm at home but i'm away from my kids in the sense that i'm not constantly available for them and what yeah. i'm doing but i'm not making any money at it yet so i feel like as mothers especially entrepreneurs we have this sort of guild attached especially if we're not immediately earning an income from this passion mm-hmm. or this mm-hmm. hobby that we're doing
1: yeah yeah i mean i think that's true and um And there is so, I think that's one thing I learned in starting a business is I had no idea how much you had to do to get it ready to be something. I mean, working on the website, like all that writing involved with getting a website out was a lot. So yeah, there is a lot. And I think for me, I get more, some of the guilt comes because it's, I get, my head gets so full of so many things going on at once that sometimes I don't feel like I'm as available for my kids. I'm, I'm physically here, but I'm not always emotionally there. And, um, so there is definitely, I think we, we have so many roles as women and we want to do all of them a hundred percent. And the guilt comes when we're not able to do that. And I mean, nobody's able to do that, but right. yeah, my guilt, my guilt hits me most when, uh, When the kids open their refrigerator and there's not food that they, you know, there's not food. Well, there's always food. There is always food. But not like that jumps out at them right when they open the door. Isn't that funny? (laughs) Yeah. So I've had to get to the point where I get overwhelmed as a mom. And I'm like, well, what are the most important things I have to have for my my family to run smoothly? And it came down to, I mean, love, obviously. And then it was food, meals planned and uh, clean clothes and basically a picked up house yeah. and then I was like okay all right that, I'm, I'm good I can handle <laughs> I think I can handle that that didn't sound as like as much as I thought <laughs> and
0: so it's so funny you bring that up because I know that even like this week I've just been so busy we're getting ready to go out of town and I'm I've been so busy and I've been working on on this podcast and working on my blog and the kids had they were coming to me this morning wanting clean underwear and I'm like oh uh yeah I <laughs> don't that's just not my priority right now find something you know but it's funny exactly. you brought up you brought up the opening the refrigerator up and looking for food because it's it's funny what our triggers are like my trigger is definitely yeah that's 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 one for sure is food but my biggest trigger is when the kids start searching through the laundry baskets. Yeah, it's like, oh, you know, I'm not doing my job. I'm not doing. Uh, yeah, the, I'm not. And that gets thing. like immediate guilt,
1: panic yeah. mode. And what I think your do? kids end up knowing, like, they kind of are smart, and they'll know what buttons to push. So if they really make me feel guilty, they'll probably go to go to the grocery store.
0: Oh my <laughs> gosh! Oh my <laughs> gosh! So they, yeah, they do. They know exactly. I know. I know I was uh, at my son's uh, football practice last week and I was looking down because I still had to get a few podcast episodes edited and -hmm. it's really easy for me to do that from my phone. And so I was just watching him, but then I was still listening to the episode and editing it while I was watching And afterwards he said something like, you didn't watch me at all. You were on your uh, phone you're like, yeah. and I'm like, well, I was on my phone. You're right. But I was actually working. I was I yeah. was not texting someone or browsing Facebook or something. I was actually getting some work done while I was watching you, but I was watching you. Yeah. And, but it was just so funny that they they do. They pick up on exactly how they can, you know guilt you
1: (laughs) well i know i was talking to my daughter the other day about taking the bus in middle school she would she would take the bus home from school but not to school Uh but then she reminded it was funny she's like but i did take it sometimes on those days you had to work and i was like oh yeah yeah you know she was like that guilty like the worst thing in the world was when i had to put her on the bus because i had to have some (laughs) more thing going on i'm like
0: life is so hard my gosh. Yeah, that's that's when I start having the lecture about, well, we should move to another country where they don't have, you know, so yes. yeah, I start having that. Oh, that's so funny. Guilt, guilt, guilt. Yeah. Well, okay. I wanted to sort of move on from that conversation, because I mean, seriously, that could just that could take a whole hour. But um, when you and I first met, um, I wrote you about doing landscape design for my backyard. And then I discovered we went to the same church. <laughs> I know. That was so cool. I, it was so cool. It was so cool how that worked out. But um, I, I know that your faith, you mentioned that, has, has really been a, a key player for your life and the way you, you run uh, your family and your business and so I would just like to kind of jump into that really quickly. It, you don't have to take too much time if you don't want to, but just how, how that, has that shaped the way you do business and how you live your life and I mean it can go right along with what you were talking about with how you've um, sort of taken the leap of uh, faith in pursuing yeah. your, your dreams.
1: Yeah. I mean, I definitely go, go back to that a lot. Cause I feel like initially in getting this whole thing started, I really was wanting to, to get wisdom and uh, from God about what, you know, where this is going and what he wants me to do with my gifts and abilities. And whenever I doubt those, you know, even 10 years of doing this, if I doubt it, um, I, I constantly get reassured by him that you're doing the right thing. And, um, I think for me, what's neat about my business is I really get to know my clients because I have those one-on-one opportunities for, you know, a project to work with them. And I've just been in that. And the fact that I love people so much, um, I've just been in a lot of situations where, I mean, I'll be I'll be with a couple and I feel like I'm like a marriage counselor. I mean, I'm not, but they'll start <laughs> fighting or because they want something so bad. They want this beautiful yard. But the way they go about it is very different. And so sometimes they have um, they have conflict because she the mo- usually the woman wants to get something done and the guy's not getting it done, you know, and then yeah. they kind of, he's like, but I'm going to do it this time. And, you know, so they kind of have, th- there's some struggles. I had one woman walk out on her husband crying because Aww. they had conflict over kind of what they wanted. And so I've had a lot of those situations, health issues, divorce, like that, that, that you know, women are, or both the couples are going through. And so a lot of times I will pray before I go to my consultations or to meet with them and just, you know, just ask God, what can I do to be an encouragement to them today? And a lot of times if they're going to have a surgery or there's some important date that they have or told me, I mean, they don't realize that I really do think that's important. And I'll like make a note of my calendar or something and, text them, I'm thinking about them, or ask them, you know, about something that I know is coming up for them. So I try to be real personal with them.
0: I love love that. that. And you know, you, it's (laughs) funny, you laugh, I laugh when you say that, because it's true, like, when you're doing anything, I would think, uh, you know, any kind of contract work, um, I would think there would be a lot of tension involved in that. I never thought about that.
1: Yeah, and I say, yeah, I just, you know, life stages, you know, there was a woman that was trying to decide if she was going to landscape her house or sell her house, it was her second home, and she just started getting all emotional, and I didn't, I could just tell something was going on, and I think she probably was going through a divorce, you know, and trying to, she's doing it all on her own, and it's just hard, you know, so... Mm-hmm.
0: And it's probably one of those services, too, like you just said, <laughs> where uh, I know for myself, I'm constantly like, can you clean out the garage to my husband yes. You know, or can you get out there in the yard and make and get it in shape? Because it really the kids need to have a place to play. And so it does. It is a tense, um, you know, it can be a tense area to get in the in the middle of because um, you Are basically stepping into a role that probably a lot of people think they can do on their own, right? They obviously can't. (laughs) They obviously. Well, and the cool thing is,
1: like, when you do, when I sense that conflict, what I what I try to do, and I, I feel like I've been able to in most cases, is like try. If they're on opposite pages about the project mm-hmm. is try to find a common ground for them where it then becomes it does end up becoming their project together and they get excited together. And so I get really excited we can break through like that and um, have them both go from having conflict to being on the same page and being excited.
0: I love that. I love that. It's such an interesting career choice. And it's probably something you've had to learn a lot about as far as how to advertise. And do you feel like that's something that you um, feel like you have a good rhythm with now? You feel like you've, you know, you do you go more by word of mouth? Or do you go more by, uh, do you use like Facebook and, uh, you know, your blog and that sort of thing? Your, your website to promote like how are you promoting your your content
1: most of it is word of mouth um you know just past clients will refer me to their friends um recently next door has been a place where I've gotten a lot of contacts so next door wherever you live um you know people will say oh yeah I've had so-and-so work for me so I get a lot of calls from that Okay. I don't advertise cuz I don't want to pay. I just Facebook is really advertising I guess. I have a I have a business page and anytime I finish a project or if I can get good, good pictures of the project, I will post them on my Facebook page and so that's kind of my current place that people can see what's going on. I do have a website, but I rarely update it cause I'm not really technical. So I have somebody update for me, but it's just hard to keep a website updated. Whereas when you have Facebook
0: mm-hmm. or Instagram,
1: mm-hmm. you can constantly just put a picture on there. Super easy. In.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And are there any areas of your, you know, what you're doing right now that you feel like, gosh, I wish that I could, um, you know, I wish that could be better. Like you were talking about the, uh, the fact that everyone starts calling you at, a, at the same time for, mm-hmm. for projects. Is there any, do, like, do you, have you found a way to like buffer that and um, still manage people and get them to maybe get in touch with you earlier in the year or um, like, how well, do you I'm that? I was thinking I,
1: I need to do a better job of helping train people the process because really the best time to do a design is not, during the time that you would do the installation like fall and spring are great times to plant here.
0: Right. And so you think, but that's also when
1: people think about design, a design.
0: Exactly. So it's probably getting them to um, start thinking about it much earlier so that you can do your job in the best way you possibly can.
1: Yeah. Because in a way, I mean, what I do, my design is one portion of time And, and usually I'll take two weeks to three weeks. If I'm juggling multiple projects, you know, two to three weeks from start to finish to get them their design. And then when they get that, then they need to get a bid for installing the project. And that's a different. That's the contractor that does the installation. and then they have their own schedule for when they can do it. So usually it's about a month and a half between wow. them starting the process and getting the installation done. And so if you're if you call in spring, month and a half, it's just it gets late. So yeah. design in the summer and in the winter install in the fall and spring. There you go.
0: That's awesome. That needs to be up on your blog. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Give My blog notice. that I don't do because I don't have time. <laughs> uh, that needs to be, yeah, you need to get, like you said, you definitely need to train your people to, to your potential customers to do that. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I wanted to just wrap up our conversation. It's so fascinating just to hear all of the of the things that you're doing and also just sort of your take on how you manage that as a mom. Um, What would you say to someone specifically a mom to little ones about how to get started with growing a garden in your yard? Like, how would you do that? Because I know that that's something that you, it's, you stood out to me specifically. I don't think I ever told you this, actually. But when I first contacted you, um, the first thing you said, which I thought was so brilliant, was that moms uh, have a really awesome opportunity to teach their kids how to grow a garden. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're doing that in schools and they're but it's such a, what a special opportunity to do that. So I would love for you to just kind of give a quick little breakdown, um, to someone who is a total novice and has no idea about how to, uh, grow a garden. I'm talking about me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What would you, what would you do first if you were a mom of little ones and you said, oh my gosh, I would love it. We could have just a little garden box or something that we could have in our yard.
1: Yeah, it's so funny because like when I had kids that were little, I feel like one year I was on and I could do the yard, I could do the grow the vegetables, and then the the next year I I didn't do anything, and it was like a, it was like a cycle, like you can yeah. do it, you can't do it, you can do it, you can't do it. So one, just be you know take it off with a grain of salt because you, you can only do what the best you can do. So even in trying, you know, you're not necessarily have to go out and be this like professional, amazing vegetable gardener or something. You just <laughs> start small is what start I would small. say.
0: Yeah. Don't put um, in a huge, a huge area of your backyard for a garden. Just yeah. Yet. And I
1: mean, there's guard, <laughs> like we're talking about, I think vegetables and things like that. And then there's the native plant side of things, which are the pretty things. So, Uh, I would say vegetable gardening is the highest maintenance kind of thing that you probably will do in your yard. Mm -hmm. And so if you're interested in doing it, definitely start small. Mm -hmm. And so you're going to want to have a small raised bed. So because our dirt isn't that great. So vegetables love to be up a little bit higher in really good soil. So building a little, you know, raised bed or getting some of the stone from the Uh, landscape supply store you can build up you know 18 inches or so of a little garden area put some good soil in there and then you need to find out in the area that you live which particular varieties of vegetables do best there because that's one thing i didn't even realize it for you know like a tomato is a tomato just go get a tomato with the nursery you know whatever but there's actually resources tried and true you know that varieties of tomatoes that do better in Texas because it's right. really hot here. Yes. So yes. trying to figure out it's your local nursery or you know your local landscape designer, you know what is the particular variety that does best cuz that's going to help you too.
0: That's going to help. You I think re- really educated me about going native. With your planting, yeah. because if you try, even if you like certain types of plants and, and I'm talking about everything from vegetables to regular plants, uh, you, if you love them and they don't do well in that zone, they're going to be very high maintenance.
1: Yes. And a lot of people, I used to work in a nursery here in, in uh, Austin area and people would come in and want to to see things like hydrangeas and gardenias yes. and uh rhododendron like things like that and we would carry. we wouldn't carry a lot of them but anytime people would would ask i'd say you know what they don't really like our soil and if you yeah. want these you're going to have to kind of be doing special stuff to the soil and really your life will be a lot easier if you don't get this <laughs> yeah yeah if you go with but i was gonna say back subject. to veggies before just real quick to finish that yeah. um raised bed good soil and then the other key there's two more things one, water. You need to, it's too hot, honestly. Well, maybe if you're committed, you'll go out there every day and water. I failed at that. So, my
0: suggestion is... <laughs> I can't is even you, take vitamins every day. So, I know.
1: Yeah. So, you want this whole thing to run as much as possible without you being dependent on you is right. what I'm thinking. So, getting a drip system in your your veggie bed that can water separately from all the rest of your stuff in your yard and waters every day, you know, so... It's so it gets enough water, it gets enough sun, it has good soil. Um, and then you also want to make sure because things are going to happen, you're going to get bugs, you're going to get that's what happens sure. with it. Yeah, making sure you got the right product at your house for you know problems that could come up because you got to get on that right away. Yeah,
0: oh my goodness. Oh, you know, it's one of those things that I feel like a lot of people, including myself, are very intimidated by so that's why I asked you that question because I think it's really important that we become less intimidated by it and if uh if we can just you know find out in our community I mean I think a really cool thing that they're starting to to do more and more of nowadays or I'm seeing this more is like little community gardens that people can start getting involved with and you could probably learn a lot about that and then start from there to mm-hmm. have your own garden. So I love that. And there's a lot of free classes at nurseries that
1: are offered on vegetable gardening. And so if you go to your local nurseries or look online, um, you, you'll you find a lot of resources. That's awesome. The yeah. thing that's the easiest, if you want to go vegetable route or edible route, I would say the very easiest thing to do is to start an herb garden. Herbs are way easier than yes. vegetables. Yeah. And I always have a pot on my, my deck. It's got whatever you know like for now it's, it's got basil mm-hmm. it has oregano rosemary thyme and those are things I just walk out when I'm cooking grab a little rosemary. love it super easy you just have your water going and you're you're good.
0: Yeah oh. Yes, I love herbs and I love cooking with herbs a Me lot. Me too. And I and love I the love, smell when you walk out. I you love smell the it. smell and I love
1: every time I, whenever I have
0: to go buy herbs at Heb, it it's
1: snap. like what a dollar ninety nine or something for these ugly brown yeah. looking herbs, and you pay about a dollar ninety nine for a plant yeah. you put in your pot that gives you in t- like five months of herbs.
0: Yeah. It's for the so same price, as you have to
1: buy it every time when you go to the grocery store. So, yes, yeah, yeah.
0: so worth it. It's so worth it to have it. Now, one one thing I did learn though, Lisa, is I had a landscaper a long time ago, and he was he was laughing at me because I wanted him to plant um, rosemary, and he said, "No, you don't want to plant rosemary in the ground. Just." you know, have a little pot of it. And I said, no, 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 I I want it right here. And now that thing has grown out of control. And every time I walk by it, I'm like, oh, I should have listened. Yeah. (laughs) I should have listened because. Don't be
1: afraid though to cut it back. I did that at a client's house. She wanted to keep a rosemary. It was huge. I'm like, just cut that thing.
0: Yeah. Maybe in the
1: winter, but you know, cut it back is, And it'll just grow right back.
0: Yeah, it's one of those that will just go out of control. I would never do it again in the ground. I would always do it in a pot. But I'm more of a, I like shapes. I don't like things that kind of get into huge form and like they get out of control. So, so, yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, this has been so fun talking to you today. And I would love it if you just had one message that you would love to give our listeners. What would it be as far as, you know, a mom who is either... You know, we talked about the gardening, but also someone who is, you know, maybe struggling to figure out what their passion is or what they should do, but they know that they want to be, you know, an entrepreneur. What would you say to to someone like that?
1: I mean, I think I would just say take baby steps one little step at a time. Don't look at the whole big picture because sometimes... You don't really know if it's going to work out. So you. I think you just take the first couple initial steps toward your goal
0: mm-hmm. and see how, where that leads. Because nothing is ever wasted, right? Because I always feel like one thing leads to the next thing, that leads to the next thing. And you all. it's never wasted if you go all in in one direction and just, like you said, take baby steps and see where it takes you. Yeah, and also just to realize this
1: is different, but just that whatever skill you have, somebody probably will pay for it because somebody doesn't know what you know about whatever area you're you you know about, and so you're saving somebody a lot of time um, and a lot of mistakes to give them good wisdom uh, about what it is that you know about and that you potentially are an expert in even if you don't feel like an expert but you know a lot more than the average person in yeah. a certain
0: area and we always take that what I don't know what what it is but we always take our own knowledge about things for granted we think everyone must know what we know
1: yeah I remember being at a client's house early on and I mean they just needed ideas for shade garden plants and I mean I could just kind of name some as as we were going and she was just thought I was the most amazing person I could not how did I know that you are amazing oh my gosh and I was like wait a minute that that's not very hard so I thought why do you it was just it's kind of like inherent that I knew those things I just didn't know it was so valuable to somebody else
0: exactly and it's funny how also now especially in our day and age where we can google anything yeah. Um that you still that your knowledge that is still valuable to someone. Yes. Your knowledge, what you know. Cuz Well, because you
1: you take all you could just think about how much time somebody would spend googling all these different things they want to learn about. Right. It takes a lot of time, cause there's a million resources, right? But yeah. if you can have one person that just makes it easier for you yeah. and has yeah. the answers there, that you can have a conversation with instead of troubleshoot everything online and stuff, it's just, you know,
0: it saves that person time. I see an online course in your future. Oh! (laughs) Hey, yeah, I, <laughs> you know, all the questions would... you get probably when you're out and about at church or in your neighborhood or at the kids' school and you're like, hmm, I could have all of that information just packaged up really nice and neatly in an online course that people could just buy. Yeah, well, that's a good idea.
1: It's funny because I have a lot of clients at church and it's, I think they just think, oh, there's Lisa, let me talk to her about work. And I was like, crazy, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm totally distracted now because you just asked me about something. Uh,
0: so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it probably you almost wish like you could just you know go in incognito so that you can (laughs) can just right or like these
1: are not my office hours. My office (laughs) hours are.
0: Oh my gosh! Well, I get the same thing uh, or used to uh, with singing. I don't as much anymore, but it's funny because I I, I, people just think, oh, I want to, I want to ask her about my daughter's talent in blah 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 and what she thinks my daughter should be singing for this. And I'm going. Um, well, there's something called a voice lesson that you could set ah. up with me, and we could talk about <laughs> <Yes>. it. <laughs> but that's just human nature, right? We all just want a little, a little bit of, a little bit more information than we, what we that's have. True. And if we you know someone who has that information, we're like, ah. Oh. But yeah, that would be. I just I'm like, ah, oh. the 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 idea of having an online course with just a few video. Oh, man, we should talk. Hey, maybe you can help me with that. <laughs> we should talk. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you, are, you are a real wealth of knowledge. I mean, especially for this um, zone, this region where we are, um, you know, you're a, an expert on what would go in, you know, what someone could do. And that, I just think that would be awesome. So, yeah yeah we should talk about it for sure yeah sure. well thank you so much lisa for being on the show today i know this has been a little bit of a pain for both of us to try to figure it out because we were having some technical difficulties but i'm so happy that it worked out and we were able to make it happen so thank you for taking your time again sure and of course
1: and I thank, just, thank you i just i love- enjoy here listening to all the different guests that you have
0: uh, Oh, yes I I'm so I, I was just thinking about this the other day I am so blessed to know so many incredible fascinating talented people I mean it's just like wow I, mm-hmm. I it's it's really great so I'm, I'm really uh, I'm kind of obsessed with it it's like oh my <laughs> gosh there's so many I'm just so blessed by that um where can people find you if they want to look you up and get some information well, I have a
1: website, it's GardenGetawayDesigns.com, okay. um, but if you want to see more recent pictures, go to my Facebook page and you just search for Garden Getaway Designs.
0: I love that name.
1: Yeah, and uh, you can see projects there, all my contact information is there, and just give me a little shout.
0: Awesome. Well, I will put that in the show notes. If you want to contact Lisa, you can get a hold of her there. But I am so happy to have you on. And thank you so much for your time today, Lisa. All right. Thank you. Have a good Well, there you have it. We got kind of cut off at the end there, but I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Lisa. Lisa is so resourceful and she has so many great ideas when it comes to gardening. And we didn't even get into all the things that she does and all the services she provides and all the tips that she uh, has up her sleeve with regard to gardening and gardening with your kids, which sounds to me like a nightmare, but she makes it sound like it would be really fun. Uh, so if you want to reach out to her, definitely I will put her link in the show notes and I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for sticking around and listening to this podcast episode. It means so much for me. And please don't forget to leave a review till next time. Bye-bye.